0: podcast you can now find us on patreon at the lunapod where you can show your support for the podcast for only one dollar a month or for a little bit more you can get early access and bonus episodes contribute to our podcast segments and receive exclusive video content as we film our reactions reviews and discover new k-pop groups head over to patreon now to join the community we can't wait to chat with you I feel like we could probably do a hundred episodes about the tops in K
1: pop, so I feel like this is just part two to a long series. This will just be an ongoing thing forever. Daniel. Hi, welcome to the Luna Pod, where we talk all things K-pop. I'm Brooke. And
0: I'm Brackel. We've been mentally trying to keep a list of who we think are the top idols in different positions. And this is our part two to the tops in K-pop. In our first episode, we went over the top vocalists, rappers, dancers, and visuals in K-pop. But we also realized while filming last episode that there are other top topics that we wanted to cover. You might have different opinions, and that's okay. This is just our list and who we think are in the top.
1: So for this episode, we are going over the top leaders. Idols with the most creative minds, the top performers, and producers. So starting off with leaders, we are kind of just looking into how different leaders vary across groups and why the leaders dynamic works so well within that group with those specific members. And first off is Namjoon or RM from BTS. Honestly, he just has the incredibly, honestly, anxiety inducing for me the idea of it impossible honestly yeah the very hard task of taking on the responsibility of being the leader for the biggest k-pop group
0: and honestly one of the biggest groups like musical groups in general
1: in the world i genuinely can't even believe like the pressure that he must have felt especially in the beginning because they they blew up relatively quickly and so to take off that fast and you're, like, the face of the group, essentially, especially when, like, overseas in English-speaking countries at that time, he was really, like, one of the only ones to speak English, so always being the spokesperson.
0: And that's just, like, the added pressure of being the spokesperson in general, like, doing it in other languages, too. Like, that's just...
1: Yeah. That's wild. I feel like it probably... Like, I don't know if it felt like a burden to him, necessarily, but, like, I probably would have felt that way a little bit, but I feel like he's taken it on so well.
0: I mean, like you said, it's just the pressure of it is almost unimaginable. And I just find it funny that people are always calling him like President June because yeah. <laughs> it's, we're, we're saying it as a joke, but honestly, it's kind <laughs> of like, I, the, I see the connection. Yeah. You know what
1: I mean? And as a leader, he's just a really good listener and very compassionate with all of his members, constantly taking care of him and just showing, furthering that and showing the love and support towards fans as well and creating like big projects like the Love Yourself Project and all that. He's an amazing person. Like, I don't know him, but I know he's an amazing person.
0: Exactly. And, like, I love how protective he is over his members and his fans. Like, he will stand up and fight for them without even blinking an eye. And that's just so admirable. But yeah, I think he was the perfect nominee for the first K pop idol in this top leaders section because, genuinely, I don't know how he does it. Just the biggest kudos to him. He's incredible. Second on the list is going to be Bang Chen from Stray Kids he's just a very genuine and trustworthy idol in general just very down to earth and honestly i feel like he's just very comforting not only to fans but he's also comforting to the members i feel like he's definitely a go-to for them and with him being very easy to go to i feel like he's also just extremely reliable like if they if any of the members ever need anything, I feel like they know that they can turn to Bang Chan if they need help. He has also just always been a leader. So he was the oldest and longest trained JYP trainee, and he ended up hand picking the members that he wanted to debut with him. And I feel like him being the leader right from the very, very beginning just kind of makes his protectiveness over them way more apparent. And I feel like it just adds something special of like, Chan was always... The face of this group, you know what I mean? Like, like very, very meant to be. Exactly. And also Beng is just so so hardworking. I swear this man does everything all at once, always. Like he is constantly producing, he's filming, he's talking with like all of these big people. He just has such a hand in everything that they do.
1: And so I just feel like he is constantly working. And then next we have Subin from TXT. Something that stands out to me so much with him is the fact that he's so quick to stand up for his members even like I guess at the expense or even against the fandom because there's been situations where fans are just being ridiculous saying not so great things like towards members during live streams or what have you and antis as well but he was so adamant about like being like no no no, we do not say that here we do not do that and like standing up for his members even like as they're right there or if he's like, like by himself like he's like always done that for them. And he has a more, like, subtle and calm approach to leadership that I've noticed compared to, like, some of these other leaders, which I feel like it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's not necessarily different. It just, it's very noticeable when they have that attitude, I'd say. Like, I don't know. I feel like if I was in a K-pop group, like, I would want the more, like, subtle one. I feel like it changes the dynamic of the group a lot. Like, yeah. the leader of a group can
0: really determine how the group acts in general. And so I feel like it's just very telling of who TXT Are as a group overall, but it is like, it's different. You don't see it all the time.
1: Yeah. And then obviously we're not the only ones who love him as leader because all the members and staff voted for him to be the leader. He got all the votes, and like one of the main reasoning that people said was he would wait for someone to get on their feet after falling to continue together rather than thoughtlessly like just like grabbing them and taking off. Like he would wait for them and be patient and like treat it that way in a kinder, softer way than like okay, like let me get you up. Like come on, let's go. Yeah, instead of like hardcore motivational like pushy, yeah.
0: Not us having a million leaders. (laughs) I know, they're all good! I don't care! (laughs) The next leader in this group is going to be Hongjoong from A.T.S. Honestly, he is an idol who I feel like we both just genuinely trust and would be very comfortable around. In regards to, like, the whole group dynamic, I feel like Hongjoong definitely stands out in showcasing how a leader can affect a group's entire vibe. His personality just meshes and balances with every member, and he's honestly the only one that could truly guide them the way that they need. And I know that's like a bold statement. Other people would obviously be good in leadership and stuff, but Hong Hongjoong definitely fits this role so well. And I just have to throw it out to Hongjoong that he literally made this group happen. Like, he was the one that initially sent this letter to KQ, and they were like, oh yeah, sure, let's start a group. And then six months later, they're like, okay, let's finally get you some members. Like, he really just kickstarted this whole thing. And I feel like he has an underlying protectiveness and care for his group because of this. And since they're a group that got big from a very small company, and have been known as kind of a one-of-a-kind group to get big, there's definitely a pressure there and he handles it very well and truly just shows the humble and kind personality of both him and the group in general. Hongjoong is also just so, so talented in every way. He's definitely an ace and he encourages his members to try different aspects of the industry and explores them himself, which opens the group to so many different concepts and ideas and things in general.
1: And next we have Shonu from Monsta X. the group's fandom, Mombebe, are treated so well by the boys and genuinely just one of the kindest fandoms out there. And I feel like that's honestly due to the great leader that we have. He just has such a unique strength about him. You look at him, just the way that he looks gives off his leadership qualities. Yeah, it's true. He's very like a big strong presence, but that timidness kind of like Subin, where it's more of a quieter approach. He's always very encouraging with his members, very patient, and the biggest rock for them. And whenever he went to enlistment, like you can just see the way they melt around him. And the second he returned, it's like they all acted different. Not like, in, "Oh, we gotta <laughs> behave now." It's just like I mean, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, yeah. definitely. <laughs> but they just melt around him, and it's the sweetest thing ever. I sorry, this is my old group, so I love him so much. Anyway, <laughs> eh, I missed him so bad. Anyway. <laughs> like even during his enlistment he would constantly like post about their solo activities and even send like coffee trucks and food trucks for those projects while he was enlisted and just like kept up with them every single day called them nonstop and the members are very quick to like pick on him or like I guess roast him but even during an interview They were kind of like really pushing them like oh say like one bad thing about him like what's what's negative about him like again they are quick to pick on him like in a normal setting but they were like literally there's nothing like there's not a single thing i would ever complain about him and like they they had all the opportunity because this was while he's enlisted like he wasn't even there but I just, so loyal. that says a lot about yeah. him when they won't even do it, when they're so pushed to like pick on him in a moment. That loyalness shows, like
0: that. that is such a parallel with mom babies in general. Mm-hmm. Like just being very loyal and very like devoted, I don't know. <laughs>
1: There's even a time where he was doing like solo ads and he literally split up the money and gave it evenly to all of the members and like why are you giving us your money like you did this as like a solo thing and he was like I give all of like my success and like credit to all of you so like this is equally as much your money as my money. Why is he just like <laughs> the top <laughs> idol in loves I love him so much. <laughs> But yeah, I genuinely think he's such like an amazing man. He's just very gentlemanly. What's the word? Gentlemanly. Is that a word? Gentlemanly. He's just a gentleman. I guess. I I'm about to make it in the definition show. Shonu. <laughs> <laughs> Shonu. Gentlemanly. Is <Gentlemanly. laughs> it? It has to be. I don't know. Womanly. Womanly's a word. Oh, yeah, so it has to be. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be so disappointed. <laughs> And just as much as he leads them in the right direction he also leads all their bad behaviors <laughs> but fully joking aside
0: right go check out our dancing with monster x
1: episode to hear more all about that 18 out.
0: the next leader that we have to acknowledge is s coops from 17. similar to shonu he's a leader of a group that is known for being so so sweet and kind to their fandom and having just a very kind fandom in general And again, this goes back to his group and his leadership, which it all is just like one big circle. It all connects the vibe of the leader, tends to be the vibe of the group, which tends to be the vibe of the fandom. s really just knows when to step in and be like, hey, I'm the leader. And then also step back and give others space to just be themselves and express themselves freely. And he just has the leader aura and charisma to him. It definitely stands out and even with so many members in the group he's just a very notable personality with a lot of traits that are very admirable to see in a leader
1: like whenever I was first getting into them i honestly didn't even realize that he was the leader just because he is so like stepped back and like these are my members like love them adore them like i love that about him so much cuz it literally lets all the members shine not that like the leader's the only one that shines but they're i mean they and tend to be the yeah, yeah. And as if we didn't already list so many people, we will have honorable mentions as well. So first off is NCT's Taeyoung. Literally manages over 20 members. I think we have 26 total, including himself now. That's crazy. It's insane and he just never runs from any scandals, not necessarily for himself, but just SM groups in general. Scandals are just brought up very quickly and early on into the careers. So I just commend him for that, for standing by like literally every member no matter like what's been going on and just very strong to deal with anything that SM throws him. He's in a lot of different groups and just doing solo work, so very hardworking and just and is very sweet and caring with his members and just has a personality that is perfect for being a leader which you can see like that duality between his performance and personality with being a leader
0: next honorable mention is onu from shiny he's just very humble and really wants his members to shine shine Mm (laughs) me And he also just has a lot of compassion for his members as well. It's just a very sweet type of leadership. I feel like again, it's kind of an interesting one and it just works very well for Shiny. So I love that for them. Another honorable mention has to be Suho from EXO. He's just like the main source of comfort for them and definitely just the glue for EXO. He reunited them together during their really tough times and would buy them food they wanted during their time of mistreatment. And so just a lot of kudos to him for being so strong.
1: And then last we have JB from GOT7 right before their debut, he was open about, like, kind of having more anger issues, and so he wanted to manage that before debuting in order to step up for his group and kind of take that leadership role, and he actually ended up studying business to handle the group's, like, legal documents and help with, like, trademarks, distribution, etc., when Got7 was going through, like, their transition phase of, like, leaving the company and working with, like, their copyright and, like, getting copyright back to the members. That is, like, next level dedication. Oh, he has literally done, like, everything everything that a leader should do like he is like gone above and beyond <laughs> yeah he might
0: as well be their manager as well <laughs> uh yeah definitely worthy of an honorable mention for the top leaders of k-pop but let's move on to our next topic which is the top creative minds in k-pop and you'll understand what we're talking about more as we get into this The first idol we have to put in this category is Jackson Wang. He's from GOT7 and also does a lot of solo work. He is just absolutely brilliant, and we call it Creative Minds because he just has such an incredible way of portraying his music and his storylines. It's amazing. And so, some examples, if you want to see, what we're talking about is his music videos for "A 100 Ways, Blow, L.M.L.Y., and Cruel. Honestly, this entire last, like, Magic Man era has just
1: been absolutely incredible. Unless I'm wrong, I feel like he might have mentioned that he's gonna do, like, a continuation of it, I think. Oh, that's amazing. I I could be so wrong, like, maybe I'm just, like, making that up because I want it to happen. But, like, (laughs) yeah, this last era was really nice. It was, like, a, I don't know, it was very different from his old stuff, I'd say. And it was just really nice to see him grow and, like, him take that on so perfectly with like flawless transition into that.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's also just like unique to the K-pop
1: industry in general, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like it's just amazing.
0: We're just always impressed by his storytelling abilities and his music videos in general.
1: Next we have Christian Yu or DPR Ian. He is a soloist. And some examples for him would be Don't Go Insane, Limbo, So Beautiful, and Scaredy Cat. I'm just always very amazed and inspired by his ability to be so open about his mental health and kind of just use that to create the most beautiful music and music videos in general, just the concepts are so deep and meaningful while being so entertaining into the story.
0: He is like I'm not comparing the two, but he is basically the lady gaga of K-pop in my opinion. Ooh, I love because that. yeah, he's like his concepts and his sound is so just out there. Yes, but incredible. So if that doesn't entice you to go listen, I don't know what will.
1: I definitely would love to do like a lore series on him in the future. I feel like that would be a really fun one to take on.
0: Next for the top creative minds is going to be Kim jong or Kai from EXO, Super M, and he does solo work. Some examples for this are mm, Peaches, Rover, and both film videos for Film Kai and Film Hashtag Rover. Just very proud of how well he knows himself as an artist, and his style and performance are so uniquely him, and they're just so top tier in general. Like everyone in this list, we're also including the fact that not only is it a creative concept, but they're executing it perfectly. So Kai, just everything that he does in his style is done so unbelievably well, and it's so him that he is just like, he's just really created a name for himself, and it's really impressive
1: just like a top idol in general yeah agreed i remember whenever his first mini album came out that was the year that i like got into k-pop i had remembered him from high school with my friend being so into like there were like a few groups that like yes my journey with them i started later and i have like we say like nct roots with like my k-pop journey but like before then in high school it was like exo got seven taemin and bts So, like, he was very engraved in my mind. Like, I always remembered who he was. So, I was, like, very excited. Like, oh, this is, like, perfect. Like, bringing random stuff from high school back. (laughs) My friend was obsessed with him, rightfully so. And the film Kai was just unbelievable to me. It was so beautiful being able to see like... And I, was, I feel like it was also the first time I watched like a kind of video like that where it was like giving teasers of different songs for the album like along with like almost like mini track videos. So the whole thing was just like very beautiful to me. And lastly, we have Jeff Sator who is a soloist but also you might recognize that name from Thai Dramas if you watch those. I hope people realize he does music. Do you know what I mean? I like, know. I, I, I this really is like do really too. interesting. I feel like you either... I don't know. I feel like if you know him from dramas, you know that he does music. But I feel like if you know he does music, you might not know that he's dramas. Do you right.
0: know what I mean? Like a lot of his music fan base comes from his acting world. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And I this needs to change. Because, yeah. the, wow, the, wow, the worlds wow. need to merge. Yeah, really bad. Which I think he's more... F- heavily focusing on music right now, which I'm really happy for him because this is a good place to be for Jeff.
1: Some examples for him are Lucid, Dum Dum, Black Tie, and his most recent Ghost. Everything he does is always very cinematic and feels like he's showing every part of himself, like whether that's just like showing his talent in general, his creativeness, and just everything he has emotionally. Just always so impressed by all of his videos.
0: And I love the way that his tone somehow matches his theming so incredibly well like I don't I don't understand I don't know how to explain this (laughs) like he has kind of a richer tone and it sounds very like he just has a very specific tone and like somehow his music videos like being cinematic match that super well so I feel like he's just created this whole persona Mm. for himself in the music industry so it just like stands out against others as well
1: yeah, I'm definitely glad that he's focusing more on music right now because we've been loving it so far. So if this happens to be a new name to you, please go check him out. Want to take a small break and remind you that if you're enjoying this episode so far, make sure to follow the podcast and turn on notifications to make sure you never miss an upload in the future. And if you'd like to show some love, feel free to give us a rating as well. We'd really appreciate it. For our segment this week, we are doing BM's tip of the week. And this one was like a last minute one that I thought of. So yesterday, or no, not yesterday, a few days ago, I'd say, I was reminded that K-pop events exist because we haven't been to them in a while and I had a friend bring up one that was coming up soon. I was like, I didn't even know that one was happening. And so I'm typically good about doing it, but haven't been recently. So tip for all of y'all on Instagram, when you follow these event accounts, make sure to like save the post, but like make a collection for that for like upcoming events. So that's what we do. So we can kind of go back and check in on like when things are happening, where and all that, instead of like having a billion screenshots on our phone. So it's really nice to kind of have them all in one spot.
0: Yeah, I feel like Instagram is the place that people promote the most. In my personal experience, that's where I see events like promoted mostly. And Instagram is so quick. You scroll right by and you never think about it again. So having it like saved, you can Mm -hmm. be scrolling and be like, oop, event, and then go back and check in on it later. So it is very handy. That's a great tip.
1: Oh, and there's also accounts that are like very specifically like, oh, like Orlando or Central Orlando K-pop events. And just like, other, if you're like in different states, like typically there's an account that's dedicated to like posting, promoting those events. So that's like another good thing to like kind of have them all in one spot. Moving on to the top performers in K-pop. First and foremost, we have Yo Huanung from One Us. Some amazing examples for him are No Diggity, Lit, the energy in lit is different. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, like, I can't explain to you. That is one of my favorite go tos for understanding why Kwanung is one of the top performers in all of K pop. That. And why Wannis is just amazing in general. Yeah.
1: Then we have the Thriller cover, and honestly, any of their Stage Break performances. So if you like search Us Stage Break, they're all amazing. The Dance Monkey one's really good. Is that the name of the song? Yeah. Yes, yeah. We actually just watched Mamamoo reacting to
0: oh, yeah. their Stage Break performance to Dance Monkey, and they were saying exactly what we were thinking as well, where they're like, Huanung is top of the top. Like he was top of his class. He is so incredible when he performs and they were like re-saying that Mm -hmm. as well. So if you don't trust us, trust Mamamoo because they're correct.
1: Just overall, he's very underrated. He's always one of the first ones we look at when we think of this category just in general. Similarly, in the last episode on the top idols in K-pop, it is not my fault that you don't know only one of Rie exists for visuals. It is also not my fault that you don't know one of exists.
0: Facts. I just want to like point out really quickly, not only is he an incredible dancer, but his facial expressions are also that's what, one of the biggest reasons yes, we put him
1: here. That's what sets him apart from like honestly so many performers in my opinion. Yeah, fully agreed.
0: And like, it's crazy because he can command a stage and a camera like it is nobody's business. It's incredible. Definitely just recommend watching their music videos. And then if you ever get the chance to see them in person, it's gonna blow you away. Next, we have Choi Sun from ATs. Some great examples of seeing how he is one of the top performers is "Holla Holla." And there is definitely some amazing fan cams showcasing this in general, but there's that one Holla fan cam. If you're teeny, you probably know what we're talking about. Also, if you watch Wonderland, It's You and his Imagine Dragons Warrior cover. Just absolutely incredible. This man is doing the most always, and we are absolutely here for it. He is such a strong dancer and performer. And again, it's like his facial expressions and his energy. And he really found his style and his confidence. Some people have hated on San for his performance. We don't care and he's absolutely incredible and deserves to be in this list. He's also part of ATEEZ's demon line, if that tells you anything.
1: Next up we have Choi Yeonjun from TXT. Some good examples for him are Puma, opening sequence, his videos for Studio Choom, the Watermelon Sugar and Blow for Artist of the Month, and then Tempted in the Devil I Know for Mix Max with Kinikai. And honestly, any girl group dance challenge. He's always putting everything he's got into every performance, even if it is a silly dance challenge. And he's like fully embodying whatever persona or
0: character he needs for whatever it is. If it's a dance challenge, a music video, or just anything, he is fully there for it.
1: And that whole meme of like, why am I the only one popping my that's him yeah for real and everything he does is so powerful and feels very refreshing the entire group just kind of feels coming of age we kind of spoke on that in our txt group chat and somehow he just embodies that whole concept i feel like and he's literally fourth gen it boy so for incredible. a reason <laughs> yeah
0: next we have lee Young from nct Showing up in this tops of K-pop list again. Some examples for him being a top performer in K-pop will be Ghost, Kick It, especially the dance break, Ayo,
1: specifically for his footwork. Literally incredible, I can't even express it. Like, all of NCT's choreo is like, who's out here gonna cover the? who out here's gonna cover this craziness? Especially A.O. they did that so like nobody could do it. I'm doing the footwork in my head.
0: It's very, very impressive. Also, Gimme Gimme was absolutely made for him. Fact check, he actually created the chorus choreo for that. Also want to throw in Baggy Jeans because the intro to that song, he just like, there's no one that could have done it better than Taeyong. And also his recent solo work with Shalala, Honestly, just nobody does it like him. He has such a unique style to performing and his entire aura is just very unique and it really just makes him stand out. He just fully embodies Neo. It's in his blood. His blood is neon green. (laughs) We get it. You know, just embodying NCT as a whole.
1: And next we have Huang Hyunjin from Stray Kids. Some good examples for his performance style is La La La, God's Menu, Red Velvet Psycho, and Post Malone Motley Crue dance cover for his Studio Choom Artist of the Month video. That one blew my mind.
0: It's so unbelievably good. I think it blew everyone's mind and just reminded the K-pop world that he is a top performer.
1: Very similar to San, he found his confidence through his performing which makes me so happy for him. He has such a big energy while keeping his like chilled out charisma and the mixture of the two is just the perfect recipe for success and all eyes are constantly on him. I feel like this was so
0: prevalent when we saw them live as well because we were like up in nosebleeds to the side, right? Terrible mm, yeah, seats, horrible but still seats. great. <laughs> but like, even from way up there, you could see and tell exactly where Hyunjin was because his stage presence was just
1: huge. Mm-hmm. And a, maybe a bold statement, but honestly, idols really need to watch their backs if he ever decides to start doing solo work because... That'll
0: be next level. Yeah, it will. The next member in our Top Performers list has to be Ten from Wavy. Some perfect examples to see this is his solo work, birthday, and then the Black on Black dance break. Also, Dream in a Dream and Takeoff. Ten honestly just gives everyone in the K-pop industry a run for their money, especially in top soloists, and he's like not even officially debuted as a soloist yet, but he's one of the top soloists in K-pop.
1: I don't know. How does that work?
0: I don't understand. I mean, we're manifesting this like crazy that he will eventually officially debut with solo work, too. But could you imagine having a full solo 10 album? No. Yeah. Anyway, he is unbelievable. And I feel like 10 is one of those, like, he's the top in K-pop in a lot of different categories. We're just showcasing him in this one. And honestly, he just absolutely deserves to be here.
1: And some honorable mentions we have for this category is in Hypen's Nikki, NCT's Jisung, EXO's Kai, and Xiao Xiaojin.
0: Our last topic of this episode is going to be the top producers. There are so many idols that also write, compose, and produce for their group, solo work, etc. But there are personally two idols that really come to our minds for their ability, especially when conveying emotions.
1: First is Min or Suga from BTS. He's constantly a sought-after producer in the industry in general, and we honestly could have listed him under creative minds, especially when discussing his solo work and music video concepts, because he's just overall amazing. That's why he's one of my ults. Period. Enough said. End of the episode. <laughs> End of episode. And I could go into more detail about his creativity, but if you want to listen to more about that, check out the Min Yoongi, the Producer King episode. But yeah.
0: That title says enough. As <laughs> that, it yeah, is.
1: that literally says enough. So examples to show off his producing skills is basically his whole like Augusti trio with his solo work. So Augusty, Dedwata, Hegem, like those three like core music videos for his little trio there. Perfect to check out. Along with his collaborations, like with Halsey, Ayu, Saron, Max, Lee, Sora. And he's able to collaborate and produce with Tablo, which was obviously really good. And Ryuichi Sakamoto, which was just an incredible opportunity for him in general. And it meant a lot for him. So any of these collaborations, anything that he produces is amazing to check out.
0: And the next idol that we have to talk about in the top producers of K-pop is Lee Jihoon, or Uji from Seventeen. Outside of being known for being the cute Seventeen member, he is known for his producing. He has over 100 producing credits. And having ballads with poetic lyrics is kind of his signature when he's producing. Some great examples to look at are Ruby, Hoshi's Spider, Cheers, Don't Want to Cry, and <laughs> Darling. It just shows that he knows his members very well and is able to adapt to their individual personalities and styles.
1: I just want to give a big praise for showing his love and support to people through his producing skills. Yawn from their previous album, 17th Heaven, was written for Sung Juan who lost his best friend Moonbin from Astro this past spring. And Sung Kwan even said, Uji sent me this song personally the day after he created it. It was during a period when I was taking a break, and as soon as I played the song, the instrumental began. My emotions overflowed and I found myself crying from the very first verse. And The song is just about not hating yourself and the decision that he made. It's just like a song for Sung Kwan to sing to Moonbin. That's kind of like the way it was written. So honestly, there's like nothing more beautiful than that as a gift for his member who is going through such an extremely hard and painful time. And
0: we do have some honorable mentions for this category as well, including BTS's Namjoon or RM and Stray Kids 3Racha. We honestly can't have this list without mentioning Namjoon here. He is so poetic in the way that he creates music and has such a beautiful outlook on life. And I know that's something that you bring up quite a bit and have probably talked about on this podcast before, but it's really just something special. And with 3Racha, they are just so creative when it comes to producing and having everything they do be so uniquely Stray Kids style that they're known for is just very impressive and definitely deserves them an honorable mention here.
1: That kind of wraps up part two of the top idols in kpop and again second time we're doing this so if there's ever any category ideas or desperately feel like someone is missing from the list that we've already done please let us know if you click on the episode on spotify and you scroll for a baby bit it'll bring up a response box so feel free to leave it there and in general we either have like a question or poll box for every episode for you to interact with or you can send us a dm on instagram
0: Before we end this episode for today, we are going to do our song of the moment. This week, it is going to be Dash
1: and Run For Roses by Enmix. These are both from their recent album, fe 304 Break. Really just unique and very different from some of their other sounds that they've done so far, and I really enjoyed these.
0: Yeah, they're just like a good sound to them. Nmix has been growing on us a lot lately, I feel like, with their music. like They just have really grown, and I'm getting excited every time they have a new release because I know it's just going to be better than the last one. And so far, they're really just hitting that nail on the head. So these are both really good songs. They've got very different vibes, but they're a lot of fun. So definitely recommend going to check those out. If you want to shout out your favorite song for the song of the moment, as well as participate in more of our podcast segments, you can join us over on Patreon. As always, you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at The Luna Pod, and on Instagram at The Luna Podcast for up to date information on episode releases and behind the scenes fun. We post all sorts of content, so definitely make sure to follow us and check that out. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.
1: Bye! Bye. Lovey Scooby,
0: Scooby,
1: Scooby Dooby Doo! Oh my God!
0: Oh my God! Cute. Scooby Doo? Scooby Doo. Cute. What members of Seventeen are what Scooby Doo characters? That's the
1: real That's episode. Oh my God! How many ones members are there? Five. Yeah. There's two six, boys, including Scooby. Two right. boys, two girls. Scooby. Itos, Fred. That feels right. That feels so right. Shion's Daphne. Honor's Daphne. Oh wait, you think one? You know what? Wait, who's Shaggy? Connie. Yeah. Maybe just because he's tall and lanky. That's the
0: only thing I'm going off oh, right. of. Who's Scooby? No. See, I'm thinking of like 17.
1: Mm-hmm. It's either Mingyu or Joshua. It's Shaggy. <laughs> out of the two of those, mm-hmm. I'd say Mingyu. DK Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs>